Hey, you guys. What's going on? Welcome to The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. That's right. I'm your host, Peter Sears. What's up? Um, before we start, you guys know what I got to do right now, right? Got to pay some bills. Um, if you're listening to this, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Performa.com. Perfect Shaker dot com correction uh perfect shaker has all of your fitness accessory needs so if you have a person in your life like myself who spends all their time at the gym um, they have shaker cups they have meal prep bags meal prep containers workout towels pill containers all those things um, and they're cool they got they got superheroes they got baseball they've got wrestling they've got game of thrones uh G.I. Joe, like, I mean, so many, um, and I love them. I've been working together with them for years. Um, you'll see me, you'll never see me at the gym without a Performa product. Even if I wasn't working with them, I was still, I was a fan before we started working together. So anyway, go to perfectshaker.com, enter the promo code 10 pounds, the word 10, the word 10 pounds, you will save 15% off of your order. And as also, as always, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at bucked up supplements you guys this episode is about to get into holiday fitness so uh do yourselves a favor don't wait until january 1st to get serious about your health and fitness do it now bucked up has so many supplements that can help you get well on your way to your fitness goal or to your fitness goal whether you're trying to lose weight gain muscle run marathons like this fucking crazy dude all those things Go to buckedup.com, enter the promo code 10 pounds, the number 10 in the word pounds, and you will save 20% off of your order. And if you have questions about any of the products, you could DM me. I'll gladly answer them. Um, and if you don't want to commit to a whole month of something that they have, there's some sample packs you can go and get on the website. I honestly, I truly do uh, love their stuff. I was also a fan before I worked with them, so you see how that works? I only give you guys bands and groups that uh, that I believe in. So, um, without further ado, let's get into this, shall we? Oh. I want you guys to hear the, the I'm on of the song. My way, I'm so... Coming. Over the next few weeks, you will see a bit of a rebrand in this podcast. Um, I've neglected it quite a bit. Not not neglect. That's the wrong word. I've just been really busy. And we'll get into all of that stuff, too. Uh, You can hear it building, right? You can hear the piano. You can hear the temple building up, right? Uh, uh, what? What? And you can say, you're like, all right, it's going to get bigger. I can feel it. I can feel the, I can feel the mood increasing, right? It's building to a crescendo, I think. What? What? So one of the things that I used to do in this podcast, and I forgot. Uh, what? 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 Um, I used to play songs for you guys that uh, I was listening to, maybe a song that I added to my playlist, you know, when I work out, because you guys know I'm spending a lot of time working out, and I forgot, I, I used to do that, and you know, I just, like I said, we're going to start uh, with some of this stuff, here we go, this is what I want you guys to hear, what? What's my definition of success? That's right. Listening to what your heart says Standing up for what you know is What will everybody else is Tucking their toe between their right. legs uh, What's my definition of success? success? Creating something no one else can being brave enough to dream big Grinding when you're told to just quit Giving more when you got nothing left Uh, uh, what? And we're gonna go over this in a second this song gets me so fucking pumped up uh. Alright, so 
we're gonna break this down really quick but any guys anyway what's up uh, welcome to the camera adds 10 pounds like I said I'm back um, God, it's probably been it's been at least a month I have every intention on doing a podcast every week and then you know this podcast is gonna be there's gonna be a few layers to this podcast um, number one I'm sorry I've been so busy over the last few weeks we'll get into that I'm gonna be very transparent and honest in this podcast um so we'll, we'll just start from there so i think uh let's see the last time we were here it was either the end of october or the beginning of the end of september oh man so you guys weren't even with oh man that's been really bad you guys probably forgot about this fucking podcast so it's been over a month um september was the last time i was here um, so I'll just update you guys on some stuff. Um, I've been on the road nonstop. Um, basically I was on the road for just about every weekend from May until like the, m- the middle of October. Um, and now I've had, I've been, I don't want to say lucky, but had a couple weeks off, um, kind of getting back into the swing of everything. Sometimes, you know, it's it's really important to just kind of take a step back, relax, as you guys all know. I mean, most of you guys probably have regular jobs, so you get that. Um, I don't have a regular job, <laughs> so my schedule is just all over the place. Um, so, uh, let's just recap what's been going on over the last few weeks. So, you guys, you guys heard all about when I went to Sedona and I did mushrooms. That was a thing. Um, I also went to, uh, yeah, so you guys got me when I went to Grant, the last episode was when I got back from Grants Pass, Oregon, um, and I got bit by a fucking pit bull and all those things, um, since then, um, where else have I been? Goodness, I was, uh, let's see, so I went to, oh, I went to Tampa, I went to Arkansas. Um, yeah, can we talk? Let's just talk about Tampa for a split second. Um, went to Tampa, headlined in. It was actually Wesley Chapel, which is just outside of Tampa, but I flew into Tampa Airport. There's clips about it online. I was not aware that it wasn't necessarily Tampa. So there were. Uh, there was a hundred dollar Uber that I had to take from the airport to the fucking venue, and I was not happy about it. But um, the weekend of shows was great. You know, it was to date, to date. I've been doing stand up for eleven years now, and that was the job. I think I told you guys, but headlining that club in Tampa um, was cool for me because I saw some of the names on the calendar and there's some big names on that calendar so I want to say in my mind like maybe I tricked them into booking me I don't know (laughs) I wasn't like I you know like I'm confident in what I can do on stage and if you guys have seen me do comedy at any point you know over the last couple years I mean yeah um you know I've gotten I keep getting stronger and stronger I keep getting inspired i keep having you know things come up where i get ideas and then i put them down and then i work on them and you know like i'm I'm very happy with how my material is developed and being on stage and whatnot i just really feel like i found a groove you know between being on stage and doing my set but also being able to uh to do crowd work which i don't like to rely on because I think a lot of comics now because of you know how everything goes viral you know you got comics that are blowing up on social because they post you know crowd work clips and so now every comic goes on stage and tries to make crowd work happen in hopes that they get that lightning in a bottle moment and I don't like that because I've seen numerous people over the last few weeks um go on stage without 
like maybe their plan is okay let's do crowd work and then see what happens afterwards right and they're you know it should be the other way around like you should come out of the gate fucking swinging which is what I do I come out I fucking hit them with some quick ones let them know who the fuck they're dealing with and then you know I stay on stage and I do my thing and then if something happens then I can organically transition to some sort of quote-unquote crowd work. But then once I feel like that's been done, then I go back and get into my set because I spend countless hours writing. You know, I write every day. I, you know, practice in my mind. I practice on stage. I try to work things out. Like, I don't want to spend any of the time that I have on stage doing you know, fishing for, you know, something to happen from the crowd. I want to do the shit that I spent hours, you know, and hours and hours writing and rehearsing. Like, that's that's what I want to talk about. So when I see comics on stage doing that, you know, trying to, uh, like I said, create a moment, it, it almost to me feels kind of late. Because a lot of them are not good at it, is what I'm saying. Like, I've seen people just, oh, so where are you from? Oh, yeah, oh. Oh, and what do you do? And it's like, just fucking do your jokes, dude. Who cares what this person does? What if they have the most boring job ever? I'm a data analyst. Okay, you want to talk about that? Like, no, dude, it's fucking boring. Do your jokes, and then if something happens, then, you know, like I said, deal with it organically. But anyway, my point is, is uh, shows in Tampa were great. They just weren't very well attended, I'll say. I'm not uh, I'm not famous. I'm not somebody that sells a bunch of tickets. So for me anytime anybody comes, I'm happy. You know what I mean? Like if anybody buys tickets, I'm like sweet, they bought they saw my name on the website and they didn't minus like two places, you know, Ontario and I guess LA kind of to an extent and then Oklahoma. You know, I'm not necessarily a household name. I'm not necessarily. I'm not a household name. So people aren't going to look and be like, oh, Peter Sears is here, right? They're going to look and be like, oh, who's Peter Sears? And then maybe they'll YouTube or Google or whatever. And then maybe they'll find some clips and be like, oh, that's, that guy's pretty funny. Yeah, I'll spend 25 bucks to go see him. That's how much my tickets were selling for, by the way. So to know that strangers in another city spent $25 on my ticket um, then I have people that have never come to see me perform before that I know that you know maybe they're my friends or whatever whatever that means I have friends but some of these people that reach out to me asking for free tickets are not my friends and they want free tickets and I'm like I don't even fucking know you now I have friends who have supported me since day one and if I can hook them up I'm gonna hook them up I have no problem doing that but to people that have never come to see me before after 11 years and they want to get hooked up when there's random strangers that are paying 20 you know what I mean like it's just no I, I fucking I did sh I did free shows for a long time dude I don't fucking do free shows anymore it's my job do you work for free yeah you don't so go fuck yourself okay PD doesn't work for free anymore yes he referred to himself in the third person because that's how he rolls, okay? But anyway, um, shows in Tampa were fun. It was just cool. Like, I think I shared it with you guys, but the gig in Tampa was the most I've ever been paid to do stand-up comedy in a weekend. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just a cool moment for myself, you know, a chance to step back and just be like, wow, like, I, I do belong here. I do. I do know what I'm capable of, and if given the opportunity, I know that I can succeed and deliver what I, you know, you know, the, I think the most people that came to one of the shows that weekend was like 50, um, and the venue seats like 150, so it's still, you know, not even half full, but they were happy, so I think that's good. I think that they will really only get big crowds at this club when it is one of the bigger names, and even sometimes then they don't. Um, but the manager or the owner, actually, the manager and the owner, two different people, um, both were like, hey, you know, I know that there wasn't as many people here as you would like, 
but you were very professional like you put on a great show you did great um thank you because a lot of comics like i said go up there doing crowd work or trying to do crowd work and if there's not a lot of people there they don't maybe give their a performance and a lot of times they'll shit on the fact that nobody's there and so the guys thanked me they're like thanks for still doing your job and still performing and giving a show you know we'd love to have you back and for me that felt great because like i said i know what i can do on stage i just need more people to know you know i just need more people to see me and find out about it and tell their friends and share my clips and all those things and you know i'm confident in myself even though this is such a roller coaster industry i know what i can do and i'm just waiting for my opportunities so um it was fun and then the following weekend i was in little rock going through a lot that weekend <laughs> god um it's crazy like i went from one weekend of getting paid the most i've ever been paid to do stand-up comedy to the next weekend um waiting for people to pay me and hoping that people bought merch because I, after paying all my bills and everything i still didn't have a lot of money left <laughs> uh so anyway um a little stressful didn't get to enjoy myself went to austin for a couple of days got to hang out with my friends and you know this whole thing has been weird because as you guys know i'm planning on moving to austin and uh it's just been hard to because it's hard to save money <laughs> and so um especially when my the money that i make it, this is this is the like open and transparent part um you know my job is inconsistent you know i don't have it's not like you know you work i think i've talked about this before but you know if you have a real job you work 40 hours a week or more or whatever but you know okay every week i'm going to be bringing home two thousand dollars or whatever it is right you know that you can guarantee that amount of money every month every week etc um but when you're doing stand-up like you i don't know how much money i'm gonna make which is why i still train people um what is also why um a couple weeks ago i started driving for lyft because i'm just trying to make extra money trying to save up money trying to pay off all my bills and everything and save up enough money to get out of here so i can move to austin and so that's kind of why i've been busy for the last couple of weeks is because when i'm not working on writing and trying to get work stand-up wise i've been driving around fucking trying to make extra money with lyft and it, i mean it's fine it, i don't i don't love it i don't hate it you know it's just it's nice i can make my own hours i can work whenever i want um and all that stuff but um i, I go from headlining in tampa the highest paid job i've ever gotten to the following weekend um in little rock not getting paid very much at all and uh the friday night in little rock i had eight people at my show and the saturday night i had i think 15 or 16 people at my show and you know it's you know this is kind of a theme now that you guys hear but you know i get these headlining gigs in different cities and no one knows who the fuck i am but i'll tell you what dude everybody in the audience at one of my shows is going to get the real show i'm not shitting like i said i'm not going to shit on them i'm going to fucking go out there do my job and try to win all of them over and try to do well enough so i could sell my merch and when i was in little rock i definitely needed to sell merch because like i said i was like not i didn't have as much money as i would have liked and i hardly sold anything and so that's the thing it's like you know when you're when you have a real job you know how much money you're gonna make when you don't have a real job you don't know how much money you're gonna make so you know i'm giving my best performance in hopes that they like me well enough to want to buy my merch so i can make that extra money and then i did a great job like the show was great the crowd loved it even though it was only eight people and oh here's a fun fact so um I'm sure you guys if you guys have been listening for any extended period of time you will know that uh i've worked the comedy club called the looney bin for since 2016 basically i've been working those clubs i started in uh oklahoma city and i you know they had four clubs they had a club in oklahoma city they had a club in tulsa they had a club in wichita and they had a club in little rock and when I started working with them, you know, I'd work all four clubs, 
sometimes I do like two of them in a row. You know, I go to Tulsa, and you know, I always tried to make it so that I did the Oklahoma clubs in the summertime, so that when I went to Oklahoma for like farm stuff, um, you know, to help out on the watermelon farm, I could work in between and whatever. I had a whole system, and then I would work Wichita and Little Rock whenever they would book me. And uh, last year, was it last year? I guess yeah. Uh, or this year? No, this year. Um, yeah, this past year, the owner for one of the Looney Bin for the Looney Bin clubs died. So uh, it was pretty much uh, that was last year. That was last year he died. Um, so it was pretty much uh, you know uh, unsure about the future of the Looney Bin comedy clubs. And since then, two of them have closed. The the Oklahoma City one closed. And the the Wichita one closed, so now there's only two clubs left. But anyway, so I worked the Little Rock Club a bunch of times, but I haven't worked it since 2020. And it was the second gig, you know, I think I want to say I went back to work the first, like, whatever the weekend after Labor Day was um, in 2020. That's when I went back to work, and I worked the first club that I worked coming out of COVID, at least where I was, because that was when I was still in Oklahoma, um, was the Looney Bin in Tulsa. And then I think the week after or two weeks later, I worked the Looney Bin in Little Rock. And I did, you know, I did fine. You know, I, I, I don't think it was my best. It was only my second weekend working after six months of not working, you know. Um, but then they never brought me back. Like, I kept emailing and I kept wanting. I always have fun in Little Rock. And, you know, they weren't answering my emails, and when the guy died, you know, then they changed the booker and whatnot, and I thought we were cool, you know, I emailed him a few times and messaged him through Facebook, and, you know, just hadn't heard back, so then I saw that another club opened up in Little Rock, and, you know, the Looney Bin in Oklahoma City used to have a thing where if you worked their club, you couldn't work the other comedy club, which was Bricktown in Oklahoma City, which is pretty fucked up that they try to put a monopoly and not let the comics make money, but that's just their policy. It's fucking bullshit. It's whatever, you know? So I wasn't sure if Little Rock had the same policy now that the owner's different and everything, but I knew that I'm not going to be fucking loyal to somebody if they can't even fucking email me back and bring me back when I've been trying to come back, you know, for the last three years, essentially. So I reached out to the new comedy club and they booked me. And I was like, "Fuck it, dude. Let's fucking go. I'm I'm just trying to work. I don't give I don't give a shit where I go. I just want to work. I need to build my fans. I need to you know film clips and hope that I post them and hope that people share them so that they go viral, um, and all those things. And so people know who I am. That's how it works these days. And uh, so they booked me. And then who the fuck shows up the first night when I'm in Little Rock? the fucking new owner slash manager of the Little Rock Looney Bin shows up to my show at the other club in town. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? He's like, oh, I saw you were here. I wanted to come check it out. I'm like, why don't you fucking email me back, dude? How about that? And, but, like I said, there was eight people there. And I fucking rocked those eight people. And I showed that motherfucker, hey, it's been three years since I've been at your club, but look what I can fucking do now. I've been working my ass off for three, I mean, I've been working my ass off for 11 years, but I've been working my ass off for the last few years trying to fucking get something to crack, and that motherfucker saw it, told me he'd bring me back and whatever, and it was totally cool with me working the other club, he doesn't do that like the other clubs used to, so that's good, so hopefully I get to go back, like I said, I showed that motherfucker, I showed those eight people, and you know, not one of those motherfuckers bought anything from me. <laughs> I was looking at it like, okay, there's eight people here. If three or four of them buy something, that's an extra hundred bucks, right? The following night, crowd was bigger, but weird. Didn't do as well. They fucking bought stuff. So who fucking knows how that shit works? But anyway, um, that was that, dude. Like, And I took the last two weekends of October off. I didn't book myself. Because I wanted to be around for the Dodgers if they were in the World Series and whatnot. And was planning on going to Houston or Dallas if they made it and played the Astros or the Rangers. And 
Astros and Rangers made it, and obviously the Rangers make it, and the Dodgers fucking choked and whatever, and oh, by the way, don't know if I mentioned this earlier, I think I did, but my Dodger podcast is no longer, there is no longer going to be a My Blue Thoughts, uh, yeah, I ended it, after seven seasons, uh, decided that with my schedule and everything, and how crazy, I mean, you look at this, I haven't even done this podcast in a month, so, um, doing three podcasts is a little hard, and frankly, like, I just wasn't able to watch as many games as I would like to, to really be able to give the best version of the podcast, so, I mentioned a rebrand, um, at the beginning of this episode, so what I'm gonna do is, like I said, over the next few weeks, you guys will see this podcast evolve again a little bit, um, I'm going to make it a little bit more, I mean, I don't really listen to other podcasts, but, like, the only example I can give is Joe Rogan, right, um, Rogan, his podcast is just him talking to people, um, my podcast will be me talking to people, sometimes me talking to just you guys, but I want, you know, Rogan will talk to anybody about anything, and that's kind of where I want to go, but because technically this is a fitness podcast, I do want to have segments on each show where I do talk about something fitness or health-wise, so to keep you guys, and it'll still, I'll still try to gear conversations towards that when it's right, but I also, you know, want to talk a little sports on this podcast. I want to talk a little bit of wrestling for those who care and just kind of talk about some of the things that I care about so, it, you know, there's a little bit of a direction each time. Um, so, yes, you're welcome. Um, so, anyway, um, you know, back off the road, blah, blah, blah. Didn't get any, didn't book any gigs because I thought the Dodgers would be in the World Series. They're not. Um, but I've been, like I said, I've been driving Lyft the last couple weeks to try to save up some money. Um, but what I wanted to talk about now, now we're going to get into the fitness part, is, uh, you know, I've kind of done this every year, but um, I'll do it again. You know, as I record this podcast, it is November 8th, um, November 9th, Jesus Christ. Um, and I, you know, we're at the time of year. I talk about this. I post about it sometimes, but. This is the time of year where I hear from people. You guys might be some of those people. Um, you know, people that don't want to. Uh, people that don't want to work out or get serious about working out until January first, and. I don't agree with that, okay? You guys are talking to somebody who never, never, ever, ever, ever slacks off on my health and fitness, okay? Um, I'll be real with you, okay? Like I said, this is going to be a very transparent episode, but um, a few weeks ago, I (laughs) frankly... I think I know. I think I talked to you guys about this. Didn't even have enough money to get to my gig. Had to borrow money. Because I knew I was going to get paid at this gig, but my bank account, because my money is inconsistent, was a little low. And I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to get to the gig or get back. So I had to borrow money. Okay? And was very stressed out about this. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's humbling. It's, you know. But deep down, that's why I wanted to play that song for you guys, because it's exactly kind of what I go through on a daily basis. Um, I was, I don't want to say depressed, because that's not it, but it was more like anxiety. Because I was, in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get this money that I'm supposed to get. And if I don't sell enough merch and I don't do this, like I'm going to... Ha- in some serious trouble over the next couple weeks and it's a it's a it's a scary ug feeling which is also why i started doing lift because i'm like i gotta make extra money when i'm not on the road and stuff and this seems to be a good way to do it but um my point is despite the fact that i was i don't want to say depressed because i feel like i'm always depressed but i i deal with it you know i 
I've got therapy, I've got my workouts, which is what I'm going to get into, but and then I got, now I have this anxiety of like, I don't know if I'm here to pay my fucking bills and whatever, but I'm like, no dude, you know what man, like, I still got to work out. Like, I still got to run these miles, have a marathon coming up. Like, I still have to do these things. And I'm not going to let that, I'm not going to let that go because if my mind is going, and I don't say going like I'm going crazy, but like, if I'm super stressed out about money and it's making me sad and I'm still dealing with, you know, a broken heart and all those things that I'm dealing with, like, it would be so easy for me to just say, fuck it, dude. I'm going to do all the drugs, I'm going to get hammered, I'm going to fucking sit in the room and cry and feel sorry for myself, and it's like, fucking no, dude, like, that's never been me, that's not me, and I can't speak for everybody, but I know for a fact that part of that comes from the discipline that I get by waking up every day and fucking getting after it in the gym and going for my runs and doing all those things. And despite the fact that, like, I couldn't eat, I couldn't really sleep, like, it, it was bad a few weeks ago, um, I was still fucking going to the gym and still getting after it. And to me, that was me telling, you know, myself, my demons, whatever, like, no, you're not going to fucking get me, dude. I'm still fucking in control in this situation, even though I'm not control, I'm not in control of all the aspects or variables in my life. I can control this. You, listening, can control this, okay? You can control whether or not you get up and go to the gym or go for a run. You can control whether or not you put clothes in your bag and put them in your trunk so that when you get off of work, if you don't want to be the morning person, that you can go after work. You can be in control like, okay, instead of going and getting pizza for lunch, I'm going to go run at the gym, you know, tread on the gym treadmill for a half hour on my lunch break and then take a shower and then get back. Like, you can control those things. Can't control, you know, which comedy clubs email you back and bring you back for work, but you can control certain things. I can control how much time I spend writing. I can control how many emails I send. I can, you know, there's, there's things that I can control and there's things that I can't, okay? So what I want to get into here is, like I said, no matter what's going on, no matter what element is happening, my workouts are never going to waver. My consistency and dedication to my workouts is not going to waver. I'm not going to stop working out for two months because January 1st is coming around. I'm not going to fucking stop trying to get work comedy-wise and writing and what, oh, January 1st, I'll get really serious about my comedy, no, you have to be serious all the fucking time, okay, so here's, here's, here's my annual speech, okay, from October 31st to December 31st, okay, it's two months, the last two months of the year, fourth quarter, okay, in that amount of time, 70% of the weight gain that takes place over the calendar year takes place in between October 31st and December 31st. Why? A number of factors. Number one, for some reason, people see January 1st as this quote-unquote new start. I mean, it kind of can be, but it shouldn't be a new start in that you just fucking stop doing things for two months and then start over because that's not, that doesn't make any, just imagine if you stop paying your bills for two months and then you're like, okay, I'm going to get serious about my bills. Like, no, those people are still going to be calling you because you owe them money. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things that make sense and certain things that don't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. It gets cold outside. I get it. When it's cold, it's been, you know, I woke up this morning, and it was like 37 degrees, okay? It's a little bit harder to get up and go to the gym or go for a run when it's a little bit colder outside, when it's cozier and warmer in bed, and you could sit there with your significant other, if you're lucky enough to have one, um, 
you know, or it, I was going to say it's dark in the morning, but now it's not even fucking dark in the morning. The sun's out by like six o'clock because the world is shifted or fucking earth is axis. Is sh- I don't fucking know. I know daylight saving time is gone, but fuck, dude, it's <laughs> it's been getting dark at like five o'clock. And it, like I said, the sun's out by six. It's just, just fucking wild. I personally don't like the sun being out at 6 because when I'm at the gym at 5.30 and the light's already showing, I don't feel superior anymore because it's like, well, everyone's probably up. It's fucking daylight now. There's a, there's a little, there's a tiny bit of satisfaction I get by waking up and going to the gym when it's still dark outside. And even uh, last week, you know, I went on a couple runs when it was still dark outside and I'm fucking running past packs of coyotes. If you saw my Instagram story... There was a day when I ran, there was like eight coyotes, dude, and they were running away from me, and in my mind, I'm like, these guys could kill me if they wanted to, but they're scared of us for whatever reason, but like, I love, that That gives me such a sense of satisfaction doing it that early, but you don't have to do it that early, like I said, you could do it after work, you could do it on your lunch break, like you could do it at night, it doesn't matter, as long as you do it, but I get it, dude, it's colder, you know, why else do people gain weight in this time? Well, you got Halloween, right? You got Halloween, so there's candy. Maybe your kids bring home candy, and you're like, oh, I want some of that candy. You eat some of that candy. Um, obviously, we have the holidays coming up. Once it, once that shifts to October, you start getting you know, your pumpkin spice fucking lattes. And, you know, I've seen pumpkin pies start to pop up. Um, you know, treats and, you know, all those different things. You got holiday parties. You've got, you know, like I said, the holidays, whether you're Christian or Jewish or I don't know what fucking other religions celebrate things. But the point is there's more things going on. You have holiday parties at work, right? Like you have all these different things and they're just obstacles getting in the way of your fitness goals, you know? And if you, I, 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 I hear people so often, like, I want to lose weight, I want to lose weight, but I don't want to stop drinking. Well, fucking good luck, dude. I want to lose weight, but I just, I can't go on a diet. It's like, well, you shouldn't go on a diet. You should just eat well all the time. You know, it sucks, but you know what else sucks? Looking down and not being able to see your dick, dude. You know who I'm talking to. Nothing wrong with it. But if I look down, and my belly was so big that I couldn't see my dick, we would have problems. It would never happen, but we would have problems. You could cut off my legs. Don't, please, because I like them and I need them. But if, 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 heaven forbid, I don't even want to put that out there, but something happened to me. I would be one of those fucking guys in the wheelchair fucking getting after it. You know how much easier it is to do a marathon in a fucking wheelchair, dude? Those, those guys finish in like an hour. <laughs> they fucking fly down. I wouldn't want to be that person, but I saw a video that fucking inspired the fuck out of me. It was this dude, I don't even know where it was. It was like Venice or something. This motherfucker's doing pull-ups and shit in a wheelchair. He got in a wheelchair. They helped him up, and he was doing fucking pull-ups and back. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? That's what I'm talking about. Still in the wheelchair. You got Ronnie Coleman. You want to get inspired? Look at Ronnie Coleman. Okay, if you don't know who Ronnie Coleman is, Google it, but he was Mr. Universe for like nine years in a row or ten years. If you've never seen Ronnie Coleman, if you don't know who Ronnie Coleman is, basically everyone knows who Arnold Schwarzenegger is, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger, obviously Mr. Olympia, fucking Mr. Universe, bought, set the record for most, you know, titles in a row, which however many he got. Um, Well, Ronnie Coleman in the 90s into the early 2000s beat Arnold's record. That's how fucking badass this fucking dude was. And he was notorious for just lifting ungodly amounts of weight, right? And uh, because of that, he's obviously on steroids and whatever, like all those bodybuilders are. Um, But now, if you look at him, he can barely walk. He's had like, I don't know, like seven or eight spinal fusions. I don't think, I think all of his discs have been fused together so the guy could barely, he he goes from, like I said, lifting ungodly amounts of weight you know, talking, you know, squatting like five, six hundred pounds and leg pressing, you know, over a thousand pounds. And it, I mean, it's crazy. And, and that's why he won because he lifted more weight than anybody. And you see him now, he could barely walk and it, it, it's sad. But you know, it's not sad. 
the fact that he's still in his wheelchair, fucking going around, and then he gets on his cane, and that motherfucker still goes to the gym every fucking day, and even though he can't do stuff on his legs like he used to, he's still lifting weights, and he's still very muscular, despite the fact that he's limited in mobility now, he's still fucking getting after it, and it's inspiring as shit, dude, so, no excuses, okay, um, I know it's harder, you know, between October 31st and December 31st to get serious. And you don't have to be, like, hardcore, but just don't do, you know, don't be one of the people that doesn't do anything. And that and, and, and having that and mentality, thinking that, okay, well, I'm not going to do anything for two months. And then the calendar moves and flips to January 1st, and now I'm serious. It's like, no, dude, you've already wired yourself to not be serious. What makes you think you're going to just all of a sudden wake up and be just build a habit now, dude, build it to get a head start now, you know, remember head starts when you had to race somebody, you knew they were faster than give me a head start. Let's get a head start on those fucking fitness goals. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give you guys some tips. Okay. Some tips on how we can stay fit during the hall. Now you don't have to do you know, weights at the gym five to six days a week like me and train for a marathon five days a week like me. You don't have to do all those things. But don't just do nothing. I'm going to give you guys some tips. Number one, move every day. Okay? No matter what you're doing, like I said, plan something, whether it's at the gym, whether it's going for a walk, a hike, a something, dude. Just do something to park farther away. That's one of my biggest pet peeve, dude. People that fucking... Just drive around the parking lot looking for a parking space right by the... F- just park away, dude. Park. I do that all the time. I park so far. I think any time that anyone's ever with me, they probably hate me because I fucking park far. Because, one, I don't want to drive around the parking lot. Two, I, I can walk a couple hundred yards, dude. It's not that big of a fucking deal, okay? Make a, Okay? So move every day. F- find ways to move every day. Go for a walk on your lunch break. Go for a walk if you get to work early. Like, just do something. Okay, number two, make a routine and stick to it. Now, this works for me. Like I said, you know, you guys always see if you're on, if you follow me on social, wake up, fuck shit up, because I like getting my day started with the workout. It makes me feel like I've won and that I've beat the people who aren't doing what I'm doing. But also it's it's a moral victory in that, okay, I've got all this shit going on, but I fucking did something for myself to start this day off and I'm a bad motherfucking dude doing it. Okay. Whether it's the morning, afternoon, night, just make a routine, stick to it. And if something happens that's out of your control, an audition, you got to go to set or fucking you have a meeting or jury, whatever the fuck it is, jury duty, whatever it is, then okay, today I can't do it in the morning. I'm going to do it at night today just for today because I don't want to drop and lose my momentum. Okay, Um, just make a routine better it's easier if you have that routine number three 80 20 rule for food now this is something that i can get behind um like i said obviously we have you know pumpkin everything we have holiday parties we have this we have tamales i love fucking tamales this is tamale season so 80 20 what does that mean that means 100% 100% means you're on a fucking hardcore diet, okay? You know, 1,200 calories, 1,500 calories, 60% protein, 30% fats, 10% co- whatever you're on, right? And you don't vary from that. Can you do it? Yeah. Is it easy to do during the holidays? No. Can it be done? Yes. Do I recommend it? I mean, for some of you guys, probably. But how about 80-20? What does that mean? That means 80% of the food you eat every day should be healthy. Lean protein, fruits, vegetables, complex carb. The other 20% fucking whatever you want. 20% though. So that might mean, okay, someone's got cinnamon rolls at work. Okay, I'm not going to eat four or five of them. I might eat one. A step further, I might eat half of one right someone ordered pizza okay cool 
oh, I already had the cinnamon roll. I shouldn't eat the pizza. You know what? I'm going to have the pizza instead of the cinnamon roll. But the other meals I had, you know, I had eggs and bacon for breakfast. I had salad for lunch. I had, you know what I mean? I had a protein bar here. 80-20. Because then you're not going to gain a bunch of weight over that two-month period like we talked about. <laughs> 80-20. Number four, prioritize, prioritize sleep <laughs> and limit stress. Now, we've talked about this, but I'm someone that probably doesn't get enough sleep. But there are days when I'm like, I'm sleeping in today. What does sleeping in mean? Sleeping in means I don't wake up until I wake up. I don't allow myself. I don't set my alarm. And most of the time, because my schedule is pretty much the same every day, I wake up before my alarm goes off anyway because my body's like, all right, dude, let's go. We're usually up by this time. But uh, I feel my theory is, and this is my theory. This is not science, but... Um, my theory is if my alarm has to wake me up, then I didn't get enough sleep. So, on the days I sleep in, I don't set my alarm, and you know what? Today's one of those days. Didn't set my alarm, was up at 6.30. That's sleeping in for me. That might not be, that might be a nightmare for you, but that's what it is for me. But, at my ripe young age of 44, I have learned that my body does need more sleep than I get usually and so on the days when I do get to catch up on that sleep I do it and I try to go to sleep at the same time every night but you know shit happens um, number five plan ahead now this one goes down to whether you're going to a holiday party or maybe you're going shopping or whatever it might be right um, don't leave hungry you know if 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 you don't want to get crazy and gain a ton of weight, you know, plan your snacks accordingly. If you're going somewhere like a restaurant or something, look look at the menu ahead of time. Figure out what you can eat there. Figure out how you could do the 80-20 there. You know, maybe take a snack with you so that when you get there, you're not starving. Because that's when you're more likely to overeat is when you're starving, right? Yeah. You haven't eaten in six hours, so you're going to, oh, that fucking double cheeseburger looks really good. But if you just had a snack an hour or two ago, you're going to look at that and like, oh, I'm not that hungry. Yeah, I'll get the I'll get the grilled chicken and vegetables, or I'll get the this, I'll get the that. I'll get the hamburger, but I won't have the bun. I'll have the salad instead of the fries. Like, there's things you can do, just saying, but you got to plan ahead, okay? Number six, lean protein and veggies. When in doubt, eat lots of lean protein and veggies. Filling up on those things won't make your calories go up really high, but they will give you all the nutrients, the macronutrients and micronutrients that your body needs without making you feel full in a bad way. You'll feel full, but it's because your body got all the nutrients that it needed and it's not going to throw you off your diet. That's why I always tell you guys, you guys know I love barbecue. When I go barbecue, that's why I just eat the meat and the vegetables, dude. You don't see me eating... Maybe every once in a while I will splurge and have the mac and cheese or if there's fries that are good or whatever. But for the most part, I'm getting my meats, I'm getting my beans, and if they have corn, I'll get the corn because corn's a vegetable and it's a good carb and I'll have it. So lean protein and veggies. And then the last one is stay realistic. This is the holiday season. Enjoy the time with your friends and family. But... Don't get crazy. Don't sabotage if you've been working towards something this whole year. Weight loss, muscle gain, whatever that might be. Don't sabotage it by going off the rails with your diet. You know, everything in moderation. I think 80-20 is very realistic. And, you know, like I said, just stay consistent. Don't put six weeks off not working out thinking that you're automatically going to get serious. It's just not a good thing. Um... So yeah, I want to talk about that. Um, we're going to start incorporating, like I said, some other topics, sports, wrestling, whatever. Um, very excited. AEW is coming to town next week, so my brother and I are going to go on Wednesday to the Toyota Center to watch AEW, and then there's a pay-per-view Saturday at the Forum, which we're very excited about. Um think it's the first AEW pay-per-view in LA. They've been in LA before, but this is their first pay-per-view in LA, so that's exciting. I've gotten all into wrestling again, man. 
it's fucking, it's fun, it's really fun, um, shout out to the Young Bucks for getting me excited about wrestling again, yeah, my brother, um, I've got some shows coming up next week, if you're anywhere near the high desert, I've got my monthly show at the Dream Lounge, that's gonna be Thursday, November 16th, um, and then Friday, November 17th, I'm gonna be at Agua Caliente Casino in Palm Springs, um, with my buddy Rachel Wolfson, from Jackass, and from Ridiculousness, um, what else do I got coming up, that's kind of it, oh no, I'm gonna be in, actually, I can't tell you guys where I'm gonna be, because I have a stalker, and I think my stalker is looking for me to tell where I'm gonna be, um, so... I'm not going to announce these dates, which is kind of sad, but um, I do have a headline gig coming up the week after Thanksgiving um, that I can't share because I'm afraid that my stalker is going to show up. So that's that. <laughs> Damn it. I might have just given it away. Fuck it. I'm going to be in Las Cruces, New Mexico uh, at the end of the month, November 30th, December 1st. Um, fuck it, dude. I've already been, I've already said too much. If you're in those areas, message me and I'll tell you where I'm going to be. If you're not, I'm not going to post about it. You'll just have to fucking find me somehow. I don't know how that's going to work, but whatever. Um, and then, yeah, dude, enjoy the time with your family. Use this time to stay focused. You know, have a little fun, but don't let your fitness goals, you know, go. Um, Sports-wise, Lakers fucking suck, so not much to talk about there. Rams fucking suck, not much to talk about there. Dodgers fucking choked. I wish they would fire Andrew Friedman. They won't. So we'll see what happens in this off season. But we're probably going to incorporate some baseball talk into here as things come up and as the season gets closer and whatnot. Um, so yeah. Again, this has been the camera adds ten pounds. Come see me. Follow me. Share the podcast. Like, subscribe, all those things. And like I said, you're going to see the podcast evolve over the next few weeks. Um, and I'm going to launch the grand relaunch. Uh, January 1st, you'll see. Stay tuned. All right, guys. In yourself when no one else does. It's amazing what a little bit of faith can't do. If you don't even believe in you, why would you think or expect anybody else that's around you to? I done did things that I regret. I done said things I can't take back. Was a lost soul at a crossroad who had no hope, but I changed that. I